Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I hope you had an awesome Valentine's Day. Today is Friday, February 16th, and I am in Florida today for the beginning of the MomStrong Conference. So I hope if you're in the Tampa, Florida area, if you're in Orlando, we've got people coming up from Miami. So uh, I'm excited. First of all, I'm just excited because, well, it's cold in my neck of the woods. <laughs> and secondly, we are going to have a fantastic weekend. And I thought today I'm going to take just a little bit of time and give the rest of you just a sampling of what we're going to be doing at MomStrong Florida. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So I spent most of Wednesday talking about the uh, turn of events that's happening uh, in the legislature that will affect, could possibly affect homeschooling in a negative way. And I want to just say for really quickly, I really appreciate hearing from so many of you. I hear from you um, on my Facebook page. Um, I hear from you on my Instagram account. <laughs> I hear from you sometimes on Twitter, but please don't tweet me. And actually, I'd rather that you didn't even Facebook me. If you want to get a hold of me and or you have a question or a topic you would like to see addressed here at the podcast, you can reach me by emailing me podcast at the busymom.com. Please uh, put in there mailbox Monday if you've got a question that you want me to address. Um, that's easy. That makes it easier for my staff and I to go through it and uh, and kind of sift through and make sure that we don't miss anybody. Um, if you haven't joined MomStrong International right now, I'm going to just um, tell you what it is really briefly because a lot of you are asking. What it is is 48 weekly Bible studies that are relevant to the times and season. And each of those Bible studies is going to include some note-taking pages, weekly conversation prompts for um, various age groups of your children, um, kind of a learn it like a big takeaway from that week's lesson, an opportunity to learn to pray the scriptures and an opportunity for you to teach it. So I'm going to kind of teach you how to teach this to your children. Um, I also record monthly videos both for leaders and for uh, regular members. And uh, I want to just encourage you to hop on over and check it out. You can register for a free account over there. And we're working on new features. We're trying to get it to do uh, uh, kind of a live video right now. And I am migrating more and more of my ministry away from uh, social media, particularly because, uh, well, A, I'm recognizing that those platforms are owned by other people. <laughs> and so I really want to be able to boldly speak uh, about the word of God and to be an encouragement to you as you raise your children uh, in the midst of the culture today. So um, check it out at momstronginternational.com. I want to let you know that this podcast is 100% listener supported. So it encourages us greatly. For those of you who are thinking, how can how can we uh, support uh, Jay and Heidi St. John and what they're doing over at the podcast? Well, this is a great way for you to do it. You can either uh, sign up for the monthly subscription or you can uh, you can pay for it annually. So you save a little bit of money annually. Um, I don't really care which way you do it, but we would love it if you do that. It's a great way for you to support what we're doing and also to get into the Bible uh, for yourself. So hope you'll check it out, momstronginternational.com. Uh, I am going to be talking quite a bit uh, this weekend here in Florida about living culturally um, as a Christian in the world today. And we kind of start out our weekends by talking about what it means to be momstrong and so I'm just going to kind of remind you a little bit today that if you are a, a, a Christian who has grown up in the church 
and you're not in the Bible, God wants you to be in his word. He wants to know you. He wants you to have an influence over your children. And whether you have children or not, I, I promise you, if you're an adult, you have been given influence. You've been given influence in the lives of your children. Uh, I've said this on the podcast before, but one of the saddest passages in the Bible is found in Judges chapter 2, verses 10 to 12. It says, when all that generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done for Israel. Then the children of Israel forsook the Lord God of their fathers who had brought them out of the land of Egypt, and they followed other gods from among the gods of the people who were all around them. Basically, what you're learning is that you have a responsibility to teach your children. And according to the Bible, it only takes one generation to lose the culture. And so after Joshua and the first generation of parents had, had who entered the promised land had experienced incredible things, they had seen God do amazing things. According to the Bible, they, did, they got lazy and they decided, eh, we don't really need to pass it on to our children and eh, it's not really that important that we bring them up in, in the ways of the Lord or tell them, hey, this is what God did in my life. And oh boy, do you remember this? Maybe you don't, but I do. Let me tell you about it. And the Bible records that as a result of their disobedience to pass that on to their children, the children who came after them, the next generation who came after them, didn't know the Lord. And they didn't know the work that he had done for the Israelites. And so they forsook the Lord God of their fathers who had brought them out of the land of Egypt and they followed other gods from among the gods of the people who were all around them. Do you see that happening today? I don't have time to do it today, but on Monday, I'm going to come back and talk about um, discernment because I've been getting several emails. And like I told you, once they they pile up into a certain category, that's usually, that's typically when I know, okay, it's time to address it on the podcast. And I'm hearing from more and more of you who are saying, hey, uh, this is in my church's doctrinal statement, or this is uh, what my church is purporting to be. Uh, you know, in the name of Christianity. And I think because we have such a lack of biblical discernment in the culture today, because Christians don't really know the word, we're seeing these churches crop up all over the all over the country who, if you have an ounce of biblical wisdom and discernment, you're going to look at that and go, hey, wait a second. That's actually not God's word. That's actually a false God. And every generation has the same decision to make. We're going to determine whether we're going to serve the God of the Bible or a false God. And anytime you attend a church that doesn't teach straight from the Bible, can I just say, run for your life. Uh, we want to be teaching from the Bible. We don't want to be teaching social justice or human wisdom or human reasoning. We want to be teaching directly from the word of God, because the culture right now is what's fueling the value in the church. And we don't want the culture to fuel our values. We want God's word to fuel our values. So what is the culture value? It values uh, subjective truth, which is you have your truth and I have my truth. It values um, living a life that's self-focused. It values this idea of not judging anyone. Do you guys ever hear that? You know, you you stand up for uh, righteousness or you stand up for the unborn or God's definition of marriage, and they're going to tell you, don't judge. And they're going to tell you it comes from the Bible, except for they take it horribly out of context, which is a whole other podcast. Uh, they're going to tell you to coexist. Um, which we should be coexisting, right? We should be able to to get along. But really the the underlying underpinning uh, th reason that I can't stand that bumper sticker is that they're saying that all the religions are the same. So we should just coexist. 
you know, um, Buddhism is the same as Islam. Islam's the same as Christianity. They just have different focuses and they and they serve different gods. But Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And so we need to understand what it means to live counterculturally. And right now, you guys, sometimes it means that you stand alone. Sometimes it means that we stand alone. We're coming into, we are in the season of Lent right now. We're coming into Easter. And so we're going to be talking more about the cross and about uh, Jesus' death on the cross and why it was so significant and the incredible gift that he gave us in going to the cross. But I just want to tell you that Jesus, what he did was he stood alone. Yeah, well, he died alone. And uh, I've read this before, but it says, uh, I want to read it to you. In the 24 hours surrounding Jesus' execution, G- Judas, one of his disciples, betrayed him. Peter denied even knowing him, and his friends ran away to save their skin. Some of the priests and religious elite were determined to find a, new, a reason to kill him, and they finally did. The Romans were the ones who nailed him to a cross and executed him. And while he hung there, some passed by mocking and laughing at him. Jesus was alone. In that moment, he showed humanity what it means to be for something. It's obvious that everyone was against him. This is why Paul said, we were enemies of God. We were against him. But at the same time, Jesus, who gave his life for the redemption of the world, was for us. You see, there are two sides to the cross. One side is against and the other side is for. And all humanity stood against Jesus in that moment. But Jesus was on the side that was for life, for hope, for grace, and for salvation. We stood against Jesus, but he did not stand against us. The life of Jesus and his act of love on the cross was for us. And it powerfully stood against the forces of evil and darkness. And here's why. Because when you are truly for something, everyone will know what you are against. And as we talk about uh, living counterculturally and we talk about living in the culture today, I want to just encourage you to know what you're for and then stand for what you're for. Jesus demonstrated that he loved us. He stood for something and in standing for something and in dying for something, everyone knew what he was against. He was letting you know there is a force of evil in the world today. And Jesus stood against it and he did it in love and he did it because of love. And it's, it's interesting to me, you know, I was uh, looking at a couple of websites, just kind of getting ready for Mailbox Monday. I've been looking at a couple of uh, so-called church websites. And I noticed that the churches that are so counter really to the Bible, you know, they um, they say that they're a church, their pastors dressed in ecumenical robes and they have the garb and they play the part and they call themselves pastors. But really what they're doing is they're preaching a social gospel and telling Christians, this is how you live in the culture today. And rarely do I ever hear them mention the cross. And whenever they do mention the cross, they don't mention the two sides of the cross. You see, the cross shows almost everything. One of the reasons I love uh, the imagery of the cross so much, well, obviously, first of all, because my Lord, he died for me. I mean, wow, that doesn't take your breath away. Nothing well. But also because all all of the characteristics of God can be seen on display at the cross. His love for humans or for mankind seen at the cross. His willingness to sacrifice his own son 
in payment for our sins is seen at the cross. His wrath poured out on his own son is seen. His anger at sin is seen on the cross. His need for justice was seen at the cross. And he also demonstrated that sin really is a thing that separates us from him. And there had to be a sacrifice and he sacrificed his son. This is powerful, powerful stuff. And we need to learn as Christians to live in the culture in such a way that it brings glory to God. To live for Christ in the culture today means that we live in the tension between truth and love, just like Jesus did. That we learn to stand for the things that that God stands for. I'm always telling my kids, kids, we need to ask the Lord, Father, break our hearts for what breaks yours. How can we live in right relationship with the Lord and love the people around us? Well, we can do it through the power of the cross, through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. We can learn to walk in the tension and to live in the tension between truth and love. That's what Jesus did. And that's what we can do too. Listen, I'm going to have a short podcast today because frankly, I got a lot of things to do uh, today to get ready to speak, but I want to just encourage you to learn to live in that tension between truth and grace and know that God is going to honor it. He really is. And when you put your trust in the Lord, I'm telling you what, your trust is well placed. God answers prayer. He's listening to you. Get into his word today. Know who he is. Put God's priorities above every other priority in your life and then watch and see if there won't be a blessing in it. There is a blessing, men and women, in obedience. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I cannot wait to see a bunch of you at MomStrong, uh, at the MomStrong Conference tonight in Lakeland, Florida. If you want to know right where that is, please check out my Facebook page or go to HeidiStJohn.com uh, or you can even check it out at MomStrongInternational.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.